This is our third session of Look at the Book on the topic, What is the Good News of Christianity? And we have argued that in order to understand any claim to good news, we need to know the situation behind the good news. Otherwise, the statement of good news won't be good news, and therefore we are developing six biblical truths which form the matrix of the good news and make it understandable. The first one we saw was that God created us and the universe for his glory. The second one in the second session we saw was, therefore, because God created us for his glory, and that's his design for the creation, therefore, it is man's joyful duty, from design comes duty, to live for the glory of God. Created for his glory, therefore, we should live for his glory. And we showed that the meaning of created for his glory is that his glory was to be known as the greatest treasure and to be enjoyed as the greatest pleasure and to be shown openly and public in the world as the greatest treasure by being enjoyed as the greatest pleasure, along with attitudes and actions that flow from this supreme pleasure in him. There's a way of, of living that makes his value and his sweetness known when we act as though he is our supreme treasure rather than this world being our supreme treasure. And the meaning of the second biblical truth, it is man's joyful duty to live for the glory of God, was that... We are thankful, we fulfill this duty, and we bring glory to God, show His glory by being thankful, by trusting Him, by doing good works of love towards people in reliance upon Him and for His name's sake, and by loving God that is enjoying and treasuring God above all things, and thus showing Him as our supreme treasure. That's what it means to fulfill our duty to glorify God. So we were made for his glory and our reason for being and our duty in life is to live, to show that God is glorious. And we do that by enjoying him and treasuring him, which is why I call it a, a joyful duty. And now the third Biblical truth is all of us have failed to glorify God as we should. So he created us to display his glory by treasuring it and enjoying it and showing it. And therefore, that is our duty as we live. And we have all now failed and what we want to do in this session is simply look at a few passages from the Bible which show 
And our consciences already tell us this, don't they? I mean, none of us would say, I have lived so well as to show the glory of God is the supreme treasure and supreme pleasure of my life. None of us has a conscience that would allow us to say that without shame on our face for telling a lie. But the Bible is our authority, not our own conscience. And therefore, let's look at a few passages. Romans 3, the letter to the Romans, chapter 3, verse 23, all have sinned. And then sin is given this kind of definition. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So whenever we think about sin, we should think about a failure to what? Not to fall short of the glory of God. So what does falling short of the glory of God means? And I think the best explanation of Romans 3.23 is Romans 1.23. So this is Romans again, chapter 1 and verses 21 to 23. This is being spoken of all human beings, even those who have never heard of Christ. Although they knew God... They did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. And here's the essence of folly and the essence of sin. And they exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images. So anything that attempts to be a replacement for God and his glory would be counted here. We exchanged the glory of God for other glories. Everybody deep down knows that there's a God Deep down knows we should honor him, but we don't honor him. Deep down knows that we should thank him. And we're not nearly as thankful as we should, even if we pause every now and then and thank God for sparing us some freak accident or thanking him for our food. We don't live lives of constant gratitude, giving him credit for all good in our lives. Instead, we're darkened. We claim to be wise. We're foolish because Typically, we exchange, we treat the glory of God as marginal in our lives. It scarcely has any role to play in our lives. Instead, all kinds of replacements for God, especially the one in the mirror that we love to see enhanced and exalted so much. So that's the essence of sin and the essence of our failure. And according to 323, all of us. All of us have sinned and committed that kind of falling short of the glory of God. Even in the, the Old Testament, back in these historical books, like 1 Kings eight forty six, it says, there is no one who does not sin. Or Psalm 130, verse 3. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, Lord, who could stand? And what's the answer to that question? His implied answer is 
No one. Which means all of us have iniquities that if God should mark them, take note of them and count them against us, all of us would be in total trouble. One more text. Romans again, chapter 5, verse 12. The Bible traces this universal sinfulness of mankind back to Adam and Eve, the very first human being. Sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. So because of one man's sin, we are all sinners. And we don't need to go into the details of how that connection works. We can simply recognize it as true. Everybody in the world, there are no exceptions, has fallen short of the glory of God. So now we sum up. God created us for his glory. Therefore, it is man's joyful duty to live for the glory of God. And all of us have failed to glorify God as we should. We have not thanked him as we should. That is, we have not felt thankful in our hearts consistently as we should. We have not trusted him as we should, but have often been afraid and looked to other sources of protection and strength. We've not treasured him as we should or enjoyed him as we should or obeyed him as we should. And therefore we have not glorified him. And therefore we have fallen short of the created design and the created duty that God made us for. God deserves all our heart, soul, mind, and strength in all these ways. And we have all failed. And we will see the consequence of that in session number four.